Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Ayin Dalad, number 74 in Sachem. As we begin the new parak, and we learn for a four shlema for Tova Miriam Bastvora Mindel. Says the mission at the top of Ayin Dalad. How do we roast the Pesach? How do we roast it? How is that supposed to be done? Well, we know how to roast things, but we're going to get into more details now. Mavian Shvod Shal Rimon. You bring a spit made out of wood. You can't use a metal spit, as we'll talk about. You have to bring one made out of pomegranate wood. Why pomegranate wood? We'll see in the Gemara. Remember, the whole the animal must be roasted all in one piece, or at least it's complete, meaning in what sense? The Pusik says, Don't eat it raw or half-cooked, or cooked. It's got to be roasted on fire. Rosho al krob al kirbo, all together. The head with the knees, with the feet, and the intestines, all together. That's what the Pusik says. So, the Mishnah tells us, how do you do that? You take a wooden spit, stick it in through the mouth, all the way down to the buttocks of the animal. And you put the knees and the intestines, letocho, inside says you put that stuff inside. The Pusik says you do it all together, right? So where does where do, where do the feet and the intestines do they do you put them inside the animal? Rabbi Yosi says yeah, you put them inside. Rabbi Kiva says no. Come in That's cooking because the the meat that's inside the knees and the stuff that's inside is not going to get roasted by the fire. It's going to be cooked from all the natural juices in the animal. Ella. So he says, that's not the way to do it. It's like, it's like cooking in a pot. Ella, what do you do? The knees and the intestines, all the other parts, you, you hang them outside the animal. In other words, as we'll see, that you put them, you roast them <coughs> with the feet hanging outside the head and the intestines can be sticking out there too. That's how you do it so that it all gets roasted. You see here that the intestines... The b'nei me'av, the intestines, the, in, the innards, uh, uh, the entrails are all considered meat also. You eat that the part that can be eaten is eaten. Vein solonus of Pesach al you don't, you don't um, roast it on a shvod. Now he said shvod shalrimon. I mean, obviously that a regular shvod, a regular spit is made out of metal. Rashi says iron. In those days, they didn't have our kinds of metals, but whatever, it's made out of metal. Below alaskala and not on a grill. And what's the reason why? Why don't you use a metal grill? As we'll see, because when you use a metal grill, the, an- the animal's getting roasted by the grill, not by the fire. The Pusik says has got to be roasted directly by the fire. And if you have a grill or a, uh, a metal spit, the spit gets hot at one end, and that heats up the rest of the, the metal conducts. It's, you know, the metal is, is a conductive, uh, is a, it conducts the heat uh, from one end to another. So if you heat up one end of a metal spit or a metal grill, the whole thing will get heated up and the animal is going to be roasted by the spit, not directly by the fire. And the Pusik says, Kiyam Tzaliyesh, Amr of Tzadok. So if Tzadok tells us a story now which apparently contradicts what we just said. Maishim Ringalil is a story of the Yomalil. The Mepharshim tells him, Yomalil lived at the time of the base of Mikdash. He was at the end of the base of Mikdash, right? He hangs out over here that... Um, in Seder Adoros, it's Mashmash from Malil lived at the time of, uh, of the bias. And we find also that and we ask about that. In other words, that he was asked the question about making the Pesach. 
So obviously, we're talking about a real carbon Pesach. We're not talking about eating meat on Leila Seder like we do now, or we don't eat roasted meat, or question about eating roasted meat. We talked before in, in Tamanishka about, about um, in Nanan Tamanishka, in the fourth parak, we talked about Malkam Shinagu, um, places where they eat uh, roasted meat on Leila Seder or not. We're talking about literally a real carbon Pesach. He told Tevi, his servant, who was a very uh, religious person, go out and and roast for us as a Pesach ala on a grill. So what's going on over here? We just said you can't use a metal grill, and we have a story between Malil who says that you do. So we're going to see in the Gemara that there's an opinion that Askel is not a regular metal grill, but it's rather a grill that has holes in it, and you didn't put the meat directly on the grill, the fire came up through the holes in the grill. That's what we're talking about over here, and that's how the story works. It's not a regular uh, solid grill, but it's a grill that had holes in it, and you didn't use it directly. That's one way to understand the Mishnah, uh, the story here, at least in the Mishnah. So, so um, some say, though, right, some say that, uh, so that's what the Gemara says, he brings down here, that the we're going to see that... Um, Right, and and you can't use it now. Um, what's what's so? What happened over here with 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 the either? So as we say, the Gemara is going to say either either this was a grill that had holes in it, and you didn't put the meat directly on it, so it doesn't contradict the first concept of the Mishnah that you can't have the metal directly touching the meat. Uh, the Kati brings down from Shalmi though that it's not, not differently. He says that uh, the story really does contradict what we said before because Rambamaliel held that you're allowed to roast it directly on a grill, even though that it's heated by the grill and not directly by the fire. Two reasons are given over there. One is, according to Gulil's opinion, the Tzli Eish that, that the Pasuk talks about was only at the time of, um, of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, Pesach Mitzrayim, not Pesach after. It's only the first year when Moshe gave the commandments, through, Hashem gave the commandments through Moshe, to Kiyom Tzliyesh, that was only in the Midbar, only the first Pesach, but afterwards it didn't have to be directly from the fire. And another spar is that told us Aish is like Aish. In other words, since the grill is heated up by the fire, so it's like roasted also, even directly. That's how Yerushalmi says. But according to our Gemaras, we'll see, you can't use directly a metal, any metal grill or metal spit because it, the animal is not going to be roasted directly by the fire, but rather by something that was made hot through the fire, which is the grill. So why is wood better? We'll talk about that. So So the Gemara asks right away, we explained this already in the Mishnah, why can't you use a metal one? Because the, the heat in a, in a metal uh, spit, the heat gets conducted from one end to another, and a part of it's hot, the rest of it's hot. And therefore the animal's roasted because of the spit, not because of the fire. Rahman Amr, the Torah said, Shem told us Sli Aish, Sli Machmas It's gotta be it's gotta be roasted directly by fire and not roasted by something else that was heated by the fire. So the Gemara says, So why did the Mishnah say why dafka pomegranate wood? Why is pomegranate wood so much so special and you can't use other woods? Vanesi shall decal, why can't you use palm palm wood? Why dafka pomegranate wood? Says I did this Shive because palm wood has grooves in the wood. So mapik maya, so it emits water, emits the sap, the liquids in the tree are emitted there. Vavikamvushal, it's like cooked. You can't have cooked. It's got to be roasted. So here again, if you use if you use uh, palm wood, 
you, it's going to be some some it's going to be somewhat uh, cooked, not rather than 100% roasted. So why can't you bring fig wood? It says again, it's got hollows in it. Machalcho means it's got hollow spaces in it, which and inside it's got like a marrow-like substance, and that substance also comes out through those hollows. It's not solid. And a, a pomegranate wood is apparently more solid. Also, once you have this marrow-like substance emitting from the wood, it's like you're cooking. It's like you're cooking the animal, at least partially. Venesi shall alone, why not bring oak wood? Shall herb shall of carob wood, but shall shikmore or sycamore wood? So the idea is because those have knots also, Mapik Maya, because those those uh, trees may have knots in the wood and uh, out of the knots also a sap, a sap-like substance or a watery substance comes out uh, and therefore it's going to be cooked rather than roasted. Shall rimanami is pekitri, pomegranate wood also has has these knots. Shashia kitri, its knots are very smooth. So one answer is very smooth and therefore it's like solid and doesn't come out. So we're talking about a sapling less than a year old, the less Kitri doesn't have, it hasn't grown yet uh, knots on it. And therefore, the main the idea here is that you use pomegranate wood because that's the wood which, with which the Pesach uh, meat will be roasted 100%, will not be cooked at all. But what about the part where it's cut? You can't take the whole tree, right? You got to cut the tree at a certain point to get the pomegranate wood. You got to cut off a branch or cut off uh, the, you know, part of the trunk, and that part where it's cut, that's going to have sap oozing out. Says the, says the, the answer is the part where it's cut, the exposed part of the tree, where it was cut off from the tree, you leave that part out of the animal's mouth. In other words, don't put that into the animal. That's extending out of the animal, so, n- so none of that uh, liquid will get uh, absorbed into the animal. Whereas the other woods... Apparently, throughout all the wood, it has these holes or various problems, knots, things that emit uh, emit sap. Masis look rebuyot our mission does not like does not go like rebuyot. At the time rebuyot omer kashem shishvod shall eats ainanisraf. Just like when you have the wooden spit inside the animal, it doesn't get burnt because it's protected by the animal itself. Kachshvod shall matechas ainamarsiach the same way that uh, if you have a metal spit, it also doesn't. It doesn't get that hot, so that you're uh, so that you're roasting the animal with the with the uh, with the spit, but you're still roasting it via the fire directly. Amrulo, not true. By a metal pit, we know as we know, metal conducts the heat better, and therefore, if you heat part of a metal spit, the rest of it's also going to get hot. So the animal is going to get roasted via the spit rather than via directly from the fire. Whereas with wood, if you heat one end of it, it's not necessarily all going to get that hot. Now, obviously, it's going to be partially hot, but it's not going to... We know that wood is not as, as good as a conductor um, of heat or electricity, as the case may be. Um, it's not going to be as good as a conductor as metal. Venosinus krov. So we said, and you put the uh, the legs of the animal, the intestines, all that. Tanya Rabishmol, Rabishmol, Koreu Tochtoch. Rabishmol called it Tochtoch. Tupshat Rashi. One is that when you put the intestines all together with inside the animal, so when it starts cooking, it starts making a sound like toch toch, it starts cooking like a kettle cooking. Another lotion he brings down is that the lotion of toch is toch ubar, like inside and outside, a lotion of toch, toch bar, which means that it's all going to get cooked together. 
when they when they use filling in an animal, when the animal is filled up on the inside, you use a filling. In this case, you're filling it up with the feet and with the intestines. And it's like we're using a filling. And that's called tochbar. He says, that's just a way of lotion. Reb Tarfin Koreu Gedim Akulis. Reb Tarfin called it a helmeted, a helmeted um, uh, goat, a helmeted kid, a helmeted uh, gedi. Um, and because he holds that, like we learned before, like the opinion of Rebbe Kiva, that you hang the feet on the outside near the head so that when you roast the whole animal together, it looks like the, like the uh, goat has a helmet on it because the feet are right next to the head, and it looks like it's helmeted. So he called it a Gedimakulis. We learned back before in Makam Shinagu that in certain places they eat roasted meat on Leila Seder, they're not concerned. In other cases, in other places, they are concerned that people will think that you can actually have a carbon Pesach Bismanazeh, and they'll be makdashit and chas you're going to eat kachim. So in places where they don't, uh, where they don't eat um, a, a, anything that looks like a carbon pesach on Leila Seder, what is that thing that looks like a carbon pesach? What is that uh, a helmeted uh, goat, a helmeted kid that you can't eat on Leila Seder? If you roasted it all together with the feet hanging outside the head, let's say though one limb was cut off, or nishlik mimenu aver, the assumption now is that you cut it off. The first one is you cut off an aver and roasted it together. Or if you cut off an aver and you cooked it together, that's not a problem. In other words, it's not a problem eating roasted meat as long as you didn't roast the whole thing together. So the Gemara says, if in the first case where he said, if you cut off one limb, even though you roasted it together, you just cut it, you just didn't cut it, you didn't roast it whole, one limb was cut off, and then you roasted it together. And that's still not a problem because that's not Gedimakulis, that's not the way they did it uh, by the carbon Pesach in, in when we had a base of Migdash. So Amrit Lo, that's not a problem. In other words, if you said as long as one limb was cut off and then you roasted it all together, that's not a problem. Nisha could be boy, certainly if that one limb was was cooked, that wouldn't be a problem. What's the Chiddush Nehra? There's two, two exceptions to the rule. We said only if it's one, if it's roasted all together, is it a problem that it looks like a carbon Pesach. However, if you cut off one limb and then roasted it, you cut off the, the, the you roasted the, the cut off limb together with the animal, that's not a problem. Or, if you didn't cut it off, you just cooked one leg, you took a leg and you cooked that and roasted the rest of it, that's also not a problem. Omar Hi, Mulaisa. Now we're going to get into the idea of what about <coughs> stuffed food? And what about, you know, when you cook things, what runs out? We're, t- we're here, the issue is, and on the carbon pestle, the issue is you've got to roast the whole thing. It's got to be roasted sliesh. It can't be cooked at all. What about another problem? What about the problem of blood? If you're roasting it, you see, when you, when you, um, when you cook meat, when you cook it, you have to first salt it very well to get rid of all the blood. The salt absorbs the blood. If you roast it, it doesn't need as much <coughs> as much salting because the ro- when you roast it, the blood will run out. So Rabbah tells us a halacha like this: Haimulaisa stuffed lamb. <coughs> they would stuff the lamb with pieces of meat, and Rashi explains that this um, meat uh, wasn't even that well cooked. It, hadn't, it, hadn't, the, it was raw meat; it wasn't really cooked well. Mutter, and even if you only salted a little bit, like the way you'd salt roast, 
if, if it's been fully salted, there's no problem. What's wrong? If you, if you have salted meat, then it's all cooked. It's all been kashered, so to speak, as in the in the vernacular. You've kashered the meat. Then what's the difference what you stuff it with? You don't have to use Thanksgiving stuffing. You could use meat as stuffing, right? But here we're talking about where it wasn't well salted. He says it's still you're allowed to stuff it in there, and then. And then I'm Elisa Shar, you're allowed to cook it together. You're allowed to use that. You're allowed to, to stuff an animal with meat and cook it that way. But it absorbs the dam. In other words, if it hasn't been salted properly, the, the outside meat will absorb the, the blood in the stuffing meat. The same way that it absorbs, it also exudes, it also emits the blood. That's the issue with cooking. Let's bring a proof from this case. Now, um, Rashi says, you're allowed to. In other words, we're still talking about here where you stuffed it, but you, you, the outer animal, you're, you're roasting. So, because if you're cooking the whole thing, it's got to all be more salted. But here he's saying that the outer animal is being roasted, even if the stuffing was meat that wasn't properly salted, was only salted a little bit. He says, Even if what? You hadn't cooked that meat, the stuffing meat had not been cooked, and only if you salted a little bit, it's okay to do it that way. What about absorbing the blood? The way it absorbs it, the way it also emits it, and when it emits it, the fire that you're roasting it over will will uh, burn it off. It will burn it off, will make it evaporate. So we go all dumb. I'm like a ball, come on. Let me bring a proof from this case of Pesach. No sense, we said you're allowed to put the, the according to Tanakamari, basically you're allowed to put the meat and the, the feet and the intestines inside. My Tamil, isn't it Lab Mishim Darmina Kabol Kachpolto? Isn't that the same reason you're allowed to do it way Kabol Kachpolto? Amre, no. Shiny Osim, it's different. Keeping the Ikebesa Shechita, it's different over there because in the case of the Korban Pesach, where you've shechted the, you have the whole animal here. Obviously, right? You have the whole animal here and you've had the Shechita, obviously you've shechted the animal already. So when you, when you roast it, you hang up the animal, it'll run out through the Besa Shechita, through the part. That where you where you cut the animal's neck. Even the kebesa shechita, the machalchul, which is hollow, made of daiva, it oozes out. In other words, we're talking about a regular uh, roasting, regular meat, which has been stuffed. We're not talking about where it oozes out. In the case of the carbon pesach, it could be different because there's clearly a base shechita right there. It's, you're cooking the whole, you're roasting the whole animal together with the base shechita. So therefore, it's poss- Therefore, it's easily going to run out. So what's the case that he's talking about, Mulai Sashari? Uh, maybe it's been stuffed up and sealed up or something. It doesn't, it, apparently it doesn't have a hollow for it to run out from. Name Messiah, let's bring a proof from a different case. Halev, in Chul, the Mishra says, Halev, when you lave it, the heart is full of, of uh, blood. So what do you do to get rid of the blood? That Koro, you rip it open, you cut it open. Umotzi Estomo, low Koro, let's say you didn't, you didn't uh, cut it open. After it's been cooked, you could also cut up. And what do you mean? How can you cook it with the blood inside the heart? If you're cooking it, it isn't going to come out. Umutter, my time. Isn't it because we say the same thing? Whatever gets absorbed, in other words, if meat or the cooked dish, whatever you're cooking, soup or whatever you're making over there, 
the same way that it absorbs the blood of the heart, the same way it would emit it. So isn't that a proof to this too? Says, no, shiny lay the shia. The heart is very smooth. It's a smooth organ, and therefore it doesn't emit. It doesn't, and therefore the, um, the blood does not get um, absorbed. If the blood, if the heart is whole, uh, obviously you got, I guess, parts of it, the, the, the different uh, arteries and veins are probably tied up, but the heart itself is not porous, and, and it would not, um, it would not the, the blood from the heart would not get absorbed into the cooked dish. So heart, a heart, you can't bring a proof from the heart. You can't bring a proof from Pesach, because Pesach, the way it's done is, it, the, the, I guess the, the uh, hole in the neck from the Shechita is open, is freshly open, and it was just shechted a few hours ago, right? You shechted it on the era of Pesach, and it's open, and it'll run out from there. What about this case, Mechor? We have a proof of another case. So Rabin Saba, Rabin Saba, that was his name, Tafle Hahi Bar Guzla. He uh, put some... Um, he put some flour, uh, a flowery paste on a pigeon, Rav, and gave it to Rav Amale, and Rav told him, Imale, if it tastes good, uh, Imale Tafli, if, the, uh, if this coating of, uh, of um, um, a breaded paste is good, right, if, it's, if it tastes good, Havli, give me some, and I'll eat some. So what do you see over here? It must be, why would he eat some? Wouldn't the blood from the pigeon when it's roasted go on to the... Uh, go on to this flowery paste on the outside. The answer is, it must be that he assumes the same way that it gets absorbed, that, the, that this uh, flower would get absorbed, it would also emit it, and therefore it, and therefore it would be okay. The same idea, the same way it gets absorbed, the same way it would, send, it would send it back out, and then it would get burned up by the fire. The answer is no. They're speaking about very fine flour. The mafra was very crumbly. So therefore, it would never get absorbed in there properly because the, the, flour, the flowery paste was so crumbly that it would never absorb the liquid. So again, you can't prove it from there. All these cases were trying to prove what Rav Shesha, uh, what, um, what, um, what Rabba said. Rabba said that you're allowed to take stuffed meat which wasn't properly salted, put it inside, use it for stuffing, uh, use this meat for stuffing, put it inside an animal and roast it because the roasting will be It'll get roasted. We're not talking about Pesach, we're talking about in general. We're talking about absorbing the blood because whatever gets absorbed will also be emitted. And we're trying to bring proof. So far, we haven't brought a proof. Our Rava, Ikla Beirish Kulu. So the story with Rava, who went to the Exilarch's house, but Tafule, they also, they also um, uh, coated a uh, bar abza, a roasted duck. They coated that also with a flowery paste. Uh, Omar, and he said, Elo de Chazise. If I wouldn't have seen that this flowery paste, the flowery uh, coating on the, uh, on the duck, if I wouldn't see it that it's clear as white glass, meaning there's no blood in there, I wouldn't have eaten it. If you say that the way it gets absorbed is the same way it's, it, that it spits it out, it emits it, right? So why does it have to be clear? Even if it's not clear, Nami, you also say the same idea. That whatever, don't worry about the blood. Whatever gets absorbed also gets emitted. It says, There it's speaking about white flour, a thicker white flour, the sharir, which is very strong and compact and does absorb. So therefore, he says, when it comes to halacha b'hilchasa, if you use a floury coating on a roasted bird, if it's this very fine flour, we don't care if it's reddish or not. As we'll see in a minute, just the fact that there's reddish, like you like uh, people who like meat, which is very rare, you know, that looks like it's all bloody, 
doesn't mean that it's you can't eat that, right? She says whether it's red or not is okay if it's very uh, if the uh, if the flour is very crumbly, very thin and crumbly, not a problem. Even if it's reddish, whatever blood was really there is gone. It wouldn't it wouldn't hold it in. If it's reddish or not, it's shari, it's mutter. The chivrasa, if we're talking about the white flour, which was very thick and compact and absorbent, izig kezuza chivra, if it's as clear as white glass, shari, you're allowed to, because then you clear, there's no, there's no evidence of any blood. Elo, if not, oser, if it's a little bit red, you have to assume that some blood is in there and you can't eat it. You're not allowed to eat the blood of an animal. The sharkamachim, other kinds of flowers, which are sort of in between, they're not white and they're not very thin and crumbly, fine flour and crumbly, and they're not very thick, so it depends. Ismi, right, so, so uh, the sharkamachim, other kinds, ismic, if it's reddish, then it's also a low ismic, sure, it depends if it's reddish or not. But as we said, if it's very thick flour, compact flour, um, whether, it's, whether, it's, uh, whether you see the red or not, it's only okay if it's so, so clear that you clearly can see that there's no red there at all. Hi, Mulai. So back to our question that Rava started with. What about this uh, stuff, uh, stuffing that you use, meat stuffing that you use in a roasted animal? Manda also, the one who says it's also you can't because it's, because there's, the blood will not get all emitted out. Even if the mouth of the animals is below, is on the bottom where it might run out, he says it's still lesser because he says the blood doesn't run out. He doesn't say kabolo kachpolto. Uman deshori, like Rabu said, it's mutter. Even if the mouth of the animal or the opening of the animal is on is above, is on top, it's also okay. The halach is that it's mutter. Even if the mouth or the opening of the roasted meat is on top, it's also okay. Because we say whatever it gets absorbed, it spits out, and then the heat of the fire, if it spits it out, where does it go? The heat of the fire makes it evaporate. Um Yeah. Why why didn't the Gomorrah use a uh, kaved? Kaved is Liver. bolet and it's also absorbed. When you roast it, 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 it absorbs and it also throws out the blood. Okay, so so and th- and therefore it should be okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, maybe the same thing would apply there. It depends on the end. Here, we're going to give other examples of things which also are like that. Umsa be'e umizraki. What about uh, raw meat, which could include kaved or other raw meat? Be'e eggs, like eggs that are not have not been fertilized, that uh, that um, uh, that have red in them, as we'll see, or umizraki, or the neck, including the jugular veins. There's a lot of, there could be blood in these things. So what's the halacha? So pligi baravacha ravina. There's a machlok, ravacha ravina. What's the halacha? And we're going to describe in detail what that means. Now the Gemara says, just like, this is like in parentheses, b'chalatar kula, everywhere else, whenever we learn shas, we always have machlokas between ravacha and ravina. And whenever there's a machlokas, ravacha is always l'chum, and ravina is l'kula, v'elchasek ravina l'kula, we paskan like ravina l'kula. And whenever he says, charama this and charama that, and we always paskin like the makel. The makel over there is, is Ravina, except Labar Mehani class, except for these three cases. These three cases we just talked about. Meat, which is reddish meat, eggs that have red in it, or the veins, the jugular veins in the neck, which has a lot of meat, blood in it. In these three cases, Labar Mehani class, the Ravacha is the makel, Ravina is Ravina Lechumra, in other words, throughout Shas, whenever Machlok is Ravina Ravacha, including these cases, we always go like the makel. But throughout Shas, Elsewhere in Shas, Ravina is the Mekel. We pass like him here, the Aloha, Ravacha is the Mekel, and, Rav- and he's the lenient one, and we go like Ravacha. 
What are the three cases? Let's see them in detail. Hi umsa the the ismik. If you had meat, raw meat, which is reddish, chatchei. If you cut it up, umalchein, you salted it properly. I feel like You could put it into your soup. You could put it into a um, a cooked dish. You can cook it. You can cook. You put it into the pot, meaning you can cook. You can cook it because you salted it. Shafte bishvuda. If you uh, impaled it on a spit, you you stuck it onto a uh, a, a spit to to roast it. Then shari, that's for sure, Mutter, even if you didn't salt it, because made the dive because it runs out, the blood runs out, oozes out. What about if you put it on coals? See, if you're hanging it, if you're hanging it on, on the fire, it's hanging suspended in air on a spit, then it clearly runs out. But what happens if you put it on the coals directly? So do the coals uh, compact the meat and keep the, 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 the blood in there or the other way? So that's the machlokas pligibar of achravina, chad also chad shari. Again, here we're saying that Ravina was the one who was Machmir, Asr, and Racha was the one who was Mekel. Manda, Asr, that would be Ravina Matzmah Summit. He says that the coals serve to bind it, to contract the meat, and the blood stays inside. Amanda Shari, the one who says, Ravacha, uh, that would be Ravina, who's Machmir, and Ravacha, who says that it's Mutter, Meshiv Shav. No, the coals draw it out. The heat of the, of the coals draws it out. So here's the question. Coals are different, apparently, than stam roasting it, hanging it on a spit. When you hang it on a spit, everybody agrees, no problem, the blood runs out. When you put it on coals, what do the coals do? And we go like Ravacha, who's makel over here, and says, no, the coals draw out the blood. That's the locha, it draws it out. And that same machlokas that we have by raw meat, the same machlokas is by eggs. Eggs who are found to be reddish, you find the bloody, bloody reddish uh, eggs. If you cut it up and you salted it, I feel like Then you're allowed to even put it. In your, you're allowed to cook with it because that's absorbed the blood. If you hang it up on a on a spit, again, just like we saw by the meat, shari. Why you're allowed to made the divi because it oozes out. If you put it on coals, here's shari. Again, Ravina was one who was who was more machmir, and Ravina and Ravacha was mekalavir. Manda also matzmatzos. He says that it contracts it, it binds it together, and keeps the blood inside. Umanda shari meshiv shavi. The one who says that it's mutter that was Ravacha says that it no, the coals draw it out. And the same thing v'chei mizruki. Mizruki means the jugular veins in the neck. That whole section has a lot of blood. If you cut it up and you salt it, it's mutter even to cook. Talia b'shvod. If you hung it up on a spit hanging on the fire. Then base with the opening. Again, you're talking about the neck. So if the neck, the area of the neck which was cut by the shechita, if that's hanging down, if that's hanging down, then it's okay because that's hanging down, and then it's sorry because it's oozing out. If it would be hanging up, even he wouldn't be matter, right? So if it's hanging down, made to dive, the blood oozes out. If you put it on coals, that's the machlok Again, Ravacha is the makel here. Manda also Ravina who says also Matzmas Summers, he it contracts it. Manda Shari Meshiv Shari. What's the halacha? Meshiv Shari. As we said, we paskin like the makel in all cases. In this case, it's Ravacha in these three cases, and it draw, and therefore it draws it out, and you're allowed to eat this uh, this food that um, uh, if you put it on the coals directly without salting it and cutting it up, you just put it on the coals, it draws out the blood. Hi umsa, if you have raw meat or meat of any kind, the esmic that's very reddish, right? So cholye oser, the the uh, reddish um, liquid that comes out, whatever you call that, um, he calls it a serum. Tupshatam and Rashi, Rashi one calls calls it a mohel, like a serum, a liquid, a yotzmenu, and another lashon Rashi will see afterwards 
that it refers to vinegar. Was we'll talk about that. But first, let's see this Gemara. So let's assume the first shaft for right now. How so this make serum? It's serum is oser. If it's reddish, and as you have to assume it's bloody. Low ismic, and if it if it's not reddish, low ismic choya. If it's if it's a serum, if the liquid that comes out is not very red, then it's mutter. That's what he says first. Ravina Amar Afilu Lois Biknami Cholya Osir. He says, even if it's not red, the, the serum, it's still Osir. It's impossible that you can't have some streaks of blood. Why is it red? Because it's red because it's got some blood in there. That's what he says. I am telling you this because it's very reddish. Mar Bar, but don't see the psak from here necessarily, because it could be a different shot in the Cholya, as we'll see. Amalei Marbar Ameimer Ravashi. Marbar Ameimer told Ravashi, Abba, my father, Magmagamalegamui. My father, Migmagamui, he swallows it, he drinks it. In other words, he gets the steak, he orders it. I want it rare. I want it so, you know, don't even take it to the kitchen. Just bring it straight from the shlachtois and put it on my plate, you know. You know, he says, I want it really red. He says, Abba, my father would swallow that stuff. That wasn't considered blood. Ikanamai Ravashi, Gufei Magmagamalegamui. He himself swallowed it up. Amalei Barbar, Meimelar Vashi, Abba, is my father. Hi, Cholot, the Cholot, the Charazim, the Sulotoni Cholotbe. My father, when he would first, when he first contracted with vinegar, he wouldn't use that again. Now, this gets into the second shot that I mentioned before. The Chalya, it could be that the Chalya is not the serum, the reddish liquid that we see, which he says, if he says if it's red, you can't eat it. If it's a, he says if it's red, it's also if it's not so red, you can. What about if it's just reddish, right? Ravina says even if it's not red, it's, it's got some stuff in there. And others say they mamish drank that, right? So we have different opinions. But another Pshanchaya is the vinegar that was used to draw out the blood. Many times they would put vinegar on it. The vinegar would serve to contract the blood vessels in the meat and would absorb part of the blood. So he say he would absorb the blood so he could eat it. So Amamer, so Amamer, told Ravashi, his father, he says, vinegar that was used to contract at one time, sulotoni chalate, he wouldn't use it a second time. In other words, when you use vinegar, which serves to contract the blood vessels and draw out the blood, Rashi's damo nischet latocha, the blood is squeezed into the vinegar, just use it once. Don't use it a second time because once it's been used once, it's already absorbed what it can. You can't use it a second time. So the Gemara says, How is that different than metma? Why is it different than weak vinegar? Right? We could use that. What's the difference if you used it one time? So now it's weaker, but we use weak, we use weak vinegar also to, to accomplish the same thing and to, so to speak, to kosher the meat. So it says, There, the tartness, the acid of the vinegar, of the fruit of the vinegar, is still there. It might be weak, but it was still there. The acidity is still there and draws out the blood. But here it's not there anymore in its natural state because it's already absorbed some blood. So even though you started with strong vinegar, but once it's absorbed blood, it can't be used a second time. Whereas weak vinegar, even though it's weak, but it, but it hasn't absorbed blood yet, so its tartness, its acidity is still there. But again, if you learn that the second shot, that we could say that the, that the chalye does not refer to the serum, refers to the vinegar that was used, that you can't use that vinegar a second time. But it could be that the blood, and generally it's assumed, even people who eat raw meat and it's oozing some red there, that's not considered blood. And the general idea is that people do eat that. All right, we'll pick it up from here tomorrow. Mitzvah Have a good day, everybody.